Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get to today's episode, I want you to know that we at Time of Grace have a ton of resources to help you in your walk of faith. From our TV program, to daily devotions, to our Grace Talks video devotions, to podcasts, to our blog, to books, to other books, to still more books, uh, whatever you're looking for and however you best learn, you can stay rooted in Jesus by taking time out for God's word every day. If you're interested, just go to timeofgrace.org to sign up for our daily email. Now, on to today's episode. During the videos in this series, I've been talking to you about this guy named Ehud. He's in Judges chapter 3. Regular guy that God calls to do some pretty powerful, amazing things. And as I was reading through Judges 3 over and over, just kind of trying to get the story down really well and how would I break this down, I noticed that after Ehud's story finishes, right in the bottom of chapter 3, there's another little heading there and it said Shamgar. And then there's like one tiny little verse. I was like, what in the world is this all about? Like one guy, one verse. And I, it just kind of shocked me that he gets like this footnote, this afterthought, like a participation trophy, right? But at least he gets mentioned. Like I want to read you for you about this guy, uh, Shamgar. And here it is. This is Judges 3 verse 31, right at the end of the chapter. It says, after Ehud came Shamgar. So Shamgar doesn't even get his own verse to himself. He's like right in the coattails of this special forces operative that I've been talking about in the previous videos from Ehud. But it says this, it says, After Ehud came Shamgar, son of Anath, who struck down 600 Philistines with an ox goad. He too saved Israel. Like, I, I want to know more <laughs> of this story. Like, he took on this, this one guy took on 600 Philistines and won. Like, I want to know the, the story behind this, but he gets just one teeny tiny little verse, an honorable mention in the Bible. And by the way, what's, a, what's an ox goad? Do you know? I didn't know. I, I had to look it up. Uh, an ox goad, apparently, uh, is this long pole with this like metal tip at the end, and they would use it to poke uh, an ox to make it go faster, if it's like pulling a plow or a wagon or something like that. And that was the weapon of choice that Shamgar used. Again, I want more. <laughs> I, I want to hear more about this story, but that's it. Just one little teeny tiny little verse. Do you think Shamgar is in heaven right now, like bummed out? Like, man, I made the Bible, but like only one teeny, like small little verse, like that's it. Do you think he's bummed out in heaven right now? Or do you think like Ehud, when he's walking through heaven and he sees Shamgar sitting there, and do you think Ehud kind of like tough talks him a little bit? Like Ehud is, is hanging out with Samson, who's also in the Bible. Uh, Samson gets chapters. Ehud gets like almost a whole chapter. Do you think they walk by Shamgar in heaven? They're like, what's up, one verse? And then like run away and like push each other and stuff. Not a chance, right? Uh, in heaven, Shamgar is not sad. None of us have sadness or depression or feel badly about anything. There's just joy on top of joy because of Jesus. In heaven, no one's going to tough talk you or mock you or make fun of you like Ehud and Samson. They're, they're not going to do that either. And the reason I know that, for one, the Bible talks so clearly about the joy of what heaven is, but also these people written about in the book of Judges they didn't serve so that their names would live on. 
They serve so that the name of Jesus would be proclaimed. Shamgar is a great example to us. He lived, he lived for an audience of one. To serve and have it be all about God and not about me. In the videos this week, I've been encouraging you to go out there and to be the one, to be the one to help that friend who is in need and in big ways or small ways. And way too often the devil can tempt us to look at our service and go, hmm, is it worth it? I mean, I'm busy. Is it worth my time to go do that? Is it worth it for me? It might get messy, so I, I don't want that. And so just, I'm not going to do that. And is it worth my ROI, my return on investment of time? I think Shamgar is a great example for us to, to not look at that, not to count the costs and go, is this too much or too little for me to do? But instead, to just serve. Friends, if it's good to do good, then do good. If God has put it on your heart to do something for someone else, then don't uh, push that down. Don't suppress that. Don't stop that. To go to serve, to help, to be the one that God uses to help others, other people in need. I want to give you this encouragement. This comes from Galatians chapter 6. And, and it says this. It says, Let us not become weary in doing good. Don't get overwhelmed by it and go, I've done too much. It's someone else. No, just keep serving. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to, to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. My question for you is this. What is left undone for you? What is it for that friend in need? Or maybe there's something else that's hitting your heart right now and you go, yeah, I've been holding back on that. What is it that God is pressing on your heart to do and to serve? Don't count the cost. If it's good to do good, then do good and leave the results up to God. Again, that's exactly what Jesus did for you. He saw your need and he did not count the cost. He saw what you needed and he was the one, the one called by God, given by God, to be the one to save you, to redeem you, change your life so that you know what it's like to be in heaven and to have that incredible joy to hang out with Ehud, to hang out with Shamgar and Samson, all the believers. Stand along them. Celebrate God in glory. Thank you, Jesus. May he then move our hearts to be the one to serve. Don't count the cost. Live for an audience of one.